Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carta de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio. AMA 30 KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. Also, coming in through our optic fiber wires, the director of the Penn Fishing University, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. All right. Well, listen, um, it, it just uh, talk about uh, skeleton crew here. It's just the three of us, okay? Andrew's on a boat. Um, he's actually on, a, I believe, a day and a half or an overnight, uh, looking, I think, at the Tuna Tenor Bank. Um, Tony's getting ready. He'll stay in Lake Elsinore because we're going to meet up with him later on. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And Ben, everybody, just um, keep him in your prayers. He had a very successful shoulder surgery, so he's doing real well. Okay, so having said that, a couple of things that I want to, we'll be talking about today. We'll do a little look back at the week. We had Taco Tuesday. I had a trip. I went fishing. Uh, We had Fishbone Fridays yesterday. Um, There's a lot of stuff that... um, are going to be that is that went on and it will be going on here in the near future. Uh, before I also before I forget, um, I want to thank our friend David Lewis. He sent me this information. <clears throat> you know, we're always about supporting kids, and we always say, "Don't buy your kid an Xbox, buy him a tackle box." There's a wonderful opportunity today after the show. If you're nearby, go see Santa at Leg Lake, okay, aka Whittier Narrows. It's off the 60 freeway in the Santa Anita North, okay? And they, they, they stock trout and catfish. And it's a free kids fishing until 1 p.m. They'll have, they'll have free bait and raffle prizes. And um, I think even a bike will be given away. So anybody under 16 years old uh, will fish for free. So head out there and say thank you also to William Davis. Okay, always um, doing these great things for the kids, okay? So make sure you get a, if you get a chance, get out there. All right, and given that Mr. Andrew Mack, bottom of the totem pole, six feet under, is not here, um, Ron, do you want to go ahead and give us some freshwater news? Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to give out the Ron House Fish Report sponsored by no one. <laughs> no, uh, Andrew puts together a very detailed report, and so we're going to fire this up as fast as we can and get through everything. And So here we go. Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, they'll be stocking this week like they normally do. They're closed on Thursday. For the stocking, uh, right? For the stocking, and then they reopen on Friday. And then they will be putting also a Mount Lassen truckload of super trout. So uh, that'll be sometime next week, if I'm not mistaken. They also will be tagging some fish. 
And this is what I find ironic. Um, they're going to be giving away a PS5 or a Xbox. Okay. But not a, we're going to also give away tackle boxes. They got a big rat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, on December 9th, they will be uh, stocking lightning trout as well. So uh, they're open, like they said, six days a week. And the cost for the lake is $32. And that's two passes are available. Six to four and 4 p.m. to 11. Uh, they also have boat rentals, and they're available overnight camping on Friday and Saturday night. Very nice. So it's pretty cool. Then let's head up to Mountain Lakes. They uh, they actually are not going to be stocking any trout this week, and that will be the second time so far this season uh, that they'll be st- skipping the trout stocking. And as we know, it's a private lake, and uh, it may have membership only. So Then we're going to do this last. So uh, San Bernardino County Lakes, you have Cucamagagosti, uh, which uh, I haven't been up there in a long time. Steve, you ever been up there? No, I have not. Yeah, but they're putting in tomorrow 799 pounds of trout, and uh, that includes 100 pounds of uh, Calaveras uh, lightning trout. So that's those are pretty uh, hardy trout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glen Helen, they should be stocking tomorrow with 799 pounds. I don't know in that area they just put 799 pounds in. They don't go to 800, so who knows? <laughs> but um, and then that includes 100 pounds of Calaveras uh, lightning trout as well. I, I just to interrupt. It's kind of a funny thing since you you, you brought up the odd amount, seven ninety nine. What usually happens, and you know, far, trout are just a, a farm product like like uh, like any other, you know, sort of like produce, sort of like uh, beef, etc. And they'll order, you know, pre-order. In some cases, they may order it a year or more in advance, and uh, say, okay, we want eight hundred pounds, or we want a thousand, whatever. But then. When they actually load them up, they weigh them. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they know ahead of time, okay, well, we ordered 800 pounds, well, we got 799. That's actually pretty close. Um, quite, quite possibly it could be, you know, a little bit over or a little bit under whatever the number is because the fish can't read the order for them. <laughs> That's true. Plus, you know, they might lose some weight while they're traveling. You never know. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it is true. People make this joke. But this is actually true, and it can certainly apply to trout. You know, in a, uh, you know, in a truck where they're where they're kind of stuck, fish can get seasick. So picture that. I, it, it makes sense because the, the yeah, water moves. Ab- not absolutely, used to that. I, I've never thought about that, but yeah, I wonder if they do it over the rail. Um, uh, but, but anyway, Sergio does not want us to pursue this, this line of discussion. Negative. Right. So anyways, we'll go to uh, Ukaipa Regional Park. They will also be stocking on Friday with 799 pounds of trout. That includes 100 pounds of Calaveras lightning trout. So it looks like lightning trout's going to make it to all the lakes out here, which is. You mean, you mean the uh, West Virginia, West Virginia. Golden Rainbow Trout? Those are lightning trout for everybody in a normal world. Okay. Well, but Not me. Who said we're in a normal world? Not me, and I am not in a normal world. So, uh, Pardo uh, Regional Park, they should be stocking tomorrow 799 pounds of trout with 100 pounds of Calaveras lightning trout. Uh, that, there's something else going on there with the 799. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe, maybe they're adjusting it to make sure that people pay attention, that if they just see the 800, their eyes just gloss over it. 
right? And seven ninety nine. What does that mean? Because yeah, that's that's too weird. Something's going on. Well, then you got to finally get up to Hesperia Lake, and they should be stocking on Thursday again, uh, which I actually found out they were because it was just inquiring about Hesperia. I used to always go out there. And they will be stocking 1,000 pounds tomorrow as well. You mean 999? Yeah, 999 pounds? Yep, that's it. Uh, Spring Valley Lake now, you guys. You might want to head out there. They will be stocking 5,000 pounds of trout on December 7th. Okay. And Jess Ranch uh, Lakes are closed until fall of 2022. California Aqueduct Striper Action is really heating up uh, the areas where the rushing water meets the calm water. So, And that's normal if you, call, if you fish for stripers out by the dam. When the dams open up in the morning, the white water, uh, great uh, striper fishing there. Uh, Fishermen's Retreat and Redlands, uh, they should be stocking again on Thursday. And they will be putting in uh, the Calaveras uh, Lightning. So, um, Big Bear Lake, that's for our buddy... Okay, Steve Appleby's up Steve there. Steve Appleby. They were going out there this morning. There you morning. go. Trout are producing really well from the shore and over by the dam, Steve. So if you want to head out there. And the the ticket is uh, a long leader soaking power bait or a night crawler that's inflated. And if you want to dip it in some bite on, that's the thing to do. Uh, let's see. Green Valley Lake is uh, not going on. Uh, let's see. Not too much going on there right now. There's only a few fish caught, so it's been kind of slow. Don't you'll have to check that out on your own. That's one of my favorite places, actually. Why? Because it's slow. <laughs> yeah, because it's slow, and I got an excuse. Uh-huh. Uh, Lake Arrowhead. The trout uh, fishing continues to be red hot. They've had uh, fish caught up to six pounds, so that's that's pretty cool. I still haven't caught a double-digit trout. Everybody else but me has. I don't know. What's up I, with even that. I have. Lake Gregory, uh, it's a $10 day to fish here right now, so it's 10 bucks a day. Uh, the last stock was on Thursday, November 18th. Uh, and there, was, um, there was a trout stocking uh, planned uh, for next week, but it's not happening. And then they'll, they'll be restocking heavily again starting in 2022. Okay. All right. uh, Palmdale Fin and Feather, actually, you all know, is closed right now. They're open to the hunting season. Uh, they will be stocking up to 25,000 pounds of fish the week before their opener, which is in February, I believe. Yes. Uh, Apollo Lake, Lancaster, no recent stock info. Silverwood Lake, uh, schooling size stripers. But remember, 18 inches is the rule, folks, so don't get caught. Pyramid Lake, the stripers are still consistently uh, on cut baits. Uh, catfish continue to be uh, uh, heading out there at Pyramid as well. You got why, some... why, did you, why did you look at Sergio when you were mentioning the 18-inch limit and don't get caught? Because we're going to go through uh, Elsinore here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and that had nothing. That was just a reflex motion. I don't think that's where Steve was motion. going. That's not what How did you know going. I looked at him? Yeah, I think it was. A sh- uh, I, I think I, there was a it, short joke in there. It, no, <laughs> That's, because because I would have looked at it. Well, that uh, was a short joke, just in case everybody uh, caught that. Uh, so right. That's number oh, one. That's one. Right, okay. and uh, but anyways, everybody knows how much I love to tell really good jokes. So lately, I've been searching for some good ones. Um, still hasn't found them. We still haven't found them. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Casitas, the bass bite. Oh, go back up there. Um, the pyramid, also largemouth bass have been really good. I have a friend that actually just came back, and he caught his first double-digit bass up nice, there. Nice, nice. Uh, Castake Lace bass, uh, bass bite has been slowed uh, as the water uh, cools down. It's still a little warm up there. Uh, Lake Casitas bass bite has slowed down as well. Kachuma, 
lake. Uh, a month ago, there was a stock of 4,000 pounds, and the fish are starting to go hot. All right. So, so stop there at Kachuma. I can hear the music. we got to go take a short here, a short break. And when we come back, we'll uh, close up on the freshwater, and then we'll talk Lake Elsinore. A lot of stuff to talk about Lake Elsinore today. All right, folks, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio, AM 830 KLA, and we'll be right back. Ducks Radio, AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale-watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Jacob Silverberg, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Love Shack, baby. All right, this is Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. And, uh, boy, I can't believe he just burned through one segment. You got to give me more time there, Ron. I can't go through social media fast enough. Okay. So let's go ahead and finish up. Um, yeah, I only have, uh, we have two more spots here. Oh, okay. we got Lake Paris, local Lake Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, largemouth bass are still hitting decently. Um, look for the structure. They're all hanging out around the structure, guys. Uh, and use whatever baits you want. Uh, the dough baits seem to be working pretty good, dipped in the, uh, obviously with bite on. So, mm-hmm. and then Pudding Stone Lake crappie have moved uh, uh, closer to inshore and are crush uh, and are cruising around the dock. So look around for that there. There's also good largemouth bass uh, cruising just outside the um, uh, dock area. Uh, then they, they've had them. Um, also, Andrew said the, the bass have been over 10 pounds. Very good. So which brings us to. Our favorite lake. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked you to keep it for last. Right. Go ahead. So you have Lake Elsinore. They have they stocked crappie, bass, and blue gear with red ears uh, a few weeks ago. The wiper action is great, but remember, 
You have to be 18 inches. got to be 18 inches. That's right. The crop are still making a very strong showing. Uh, I hear uh, uh, carp, I mean. Um, they, I hear they love to eat arrows. Uh, make sure you check out the bobber at Williams Bait Boat and Tackle. And for any fishing tips at the lake, they all... William knows where everything is, so head out there and talk to him. All right, so let's talk Lake Elsinore. I mean, uh, something big is happening today, so I'm going to – this is an open invite to all our our listeners. If you can come out to Lake Elsinore today down Main Street, they are celebrating – historic Main Street, by the way. They are celebrating Winterfest 2021, okay, and it's a great – Great event. It goes from about 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. I think it concludes with uh, uh, some signing. Uh, Santa starts signing, uh, gets photos and stuff taken. Okay, the you know the holiday parade is at 3 p.m. The AC crew, just letting everybody know, will be on a float. I can't be. We, you know, we've been practicing our wave all, all week long, so we're getting ready. There's a tree lighting at 5.30 p.m., there's free sled runs. I saw that they brought in some snow. Um, there's lots of arts and crafts. There's food and merchandise vendors all over the place. And then, again, photos with Santa. Okay, so if you get a chance, come on out. Come out to Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme, one of our favorite places to visit. In fact, I'm letting you know I'm staying the night. Okay, so I'll be heading over to the casino and staying over at the uh at the uh, Lake Elsinore Casino, and they have a hotel there. I'm going to stay there with Rhonda tonight. Um, sure that right after that, we'll go have uh, dinner, probably at the Bobber, and listen to some music. All good. So, again, today, Winterfest 2021 from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. in historic Main Street. Love to see you guys there. I mean, there'll be thousands of people will be packing Main Street to help Bring downtown Lake Elsinore to come alive with a holiday spirit for the annual Winterfest event. Okay, one more time, the AC crew will be on a float participating in the parade. Ron, have you been uh, practicing your wave? Oh, you know, I'm, I've got it down so good down my it's wife. It's a wave, says, not a finger. Yeah, okay, a wave. Right, right. A and wave. I've gotten it down so good, my wife says that um, she has whiplash from watching it. Okay. <laughs> so. Steve, you know, what an honor, huh? That's pretty amazing. I, I'm I'm stunned. I, I still can't believe it. Yeah, I, I I love this idea. You know, it's just it's just be great. So we'll be like I said, and and the way that you know what our float is is a pontoon. How appropriate! All right, there'll be a pontoon, and we'll be on it. We'll be waving. Hopefully, somebody in the audience in the audience take a few pictures because it's kind of hard to get off the pontoon, take a picture, and come back on. But um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, really looking forward to that. All right. City of Lake Elsinore Winterfest 2021 going off today. We'd love to see you there. Okay. Just be aware if you see people showing up with like what looks like big big baskets of tomatoes. Uh-huh. I, I'm just saying you might need to be ready to duck. Nah, I, I watched Dodgeball. I saw, the, I saw the movie. I'm good. I'm good. You know, remember when they practiced with wrenches? That was good. If you saw the movie, you'll know what I mean. Okay, so um, it's all good. Real, real good, good, good. All right, here's a shout-out here to Mark Newell. Okay, uh, again, Steve Appleby and Don Southerd and, of course, Cliff Friend. Okay, so let's talk about uh, some of the events that went down this week. Okay, Ron, uh, we had Taco Tuesday. Okay. We did. All right, and... Um, it was another great opportunity to, to raise some money. 
Uh, there is a shoe giveaway. I think it's next. Uh, the 18th. It's the 18th. It's on the okay. 18th. Now all the volunteers have all been accounted for, so we're good there. They're, they're fearing about a thousand kids. Now these are kids only. There will be some adults, but it'll be mostly kids. They have been vetted by the church, and now these are poor kids. Okay, they're not just re- anybody. They're, they're they're poor kids that need shoes. So we'll be giving away some shoes. So whatever we raised on taco tuesday went towards that to buy shoes for kids because that's one of the things that uh, the big companies don't donate much is kids shoes so we find ourselves having to buy through fishers of men the shoes for the kids so but i'm really glad and one of the things that jack and i always talked about is that we're doing something here locally okay i mean i i, I realized they needed it all over the world but it was always nice to do something here locally Okay, so uh, again, we raised some money there. And what we need you to do, since we're talking about that, Ron, we have a trip on the El Dorado that was an it's it's our classic trip. We do this one every year and we head to Nicholas Island and load up one last load up on the massive rockfish they have over there before the closure on uh, January 1st, the rockfish. So what we decided to do with Ron was to donate this trip to Fishers of Men so that they can go ahead and make some money because uh, we need to buy more shoes, okay? So uh, what is the what are the details of this trip? If it's an overnight trip, what are the details, Ron? Uh, it's at Long Beach Sport Fishing aboard the El Dorado. Um, once again, uh, Steve just really takes good care of all the charities that we run you know from the fireman's fish shop to the uh, one we're doing now so but it departs on the 29th at 8 30 p.m and it reta- rece- uh, returns on the 30th at uh, sometime in the evening so um and it probably it will be their last trip if i'm not mistaken they will not get out for the 31st um so it's the last chance to get some uh, local rockfish, and everybody knows that Jeff does a fantastic. Uh, we'll get we'll get clarification of that when Steve calls earlier uh, later today. But um, so get some fill up your sack, and you know uh, they did catch some yellowtail on this last trip, so they're still out there. Uh, rockfish and yellowtail. It's a San Nick trip. Yeah, I was on the last one we did, and it was a phenomenal trip uh, for big fish. I mean, just big fish. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I don't know how many six to eight pound reds I was catching. In fact, they ended up just releasing a lot of them, okay? They have a descending device on the boat. We send them back down. Uh, very, very good quality. Um, great fight. And I think most importantly, they make great fillets. I mean, you get the, the guys fillet them for you, bring them home, put them through a vacuum sealer. If you don't have one, I highly recommend you get one. Okay, vacuum sealed your fillet, and they'll last for a year, okay? And you got plenty of um, white meat to eat during the um, the winter months, okay? So that, that's always that's always good, okay? okay? Okay, so on that trip, you guys want to call. You can call my number. It's still on the website, or you can call this number here. So grab a pen, run, run, run real quick. You can call 562-440-6214 and book through there as well. So... Um, I will be putting that phone number on the website today, so uh, you can still call me if you'd like, and I'll relay that to Graham. So, uh, but we will be back on the thirtieth, mm-hmm. and then that'll be our final trip of the year. 
We'll be that done. will be our final trip of the year. So one last chance to come out and fish with us. Uh, I think the last time I checked, there was like 10 spots available. Right. So, um, you know, grab them while they're still there. Okay, I don't know how much longer uh, this is going to be available. Okay, so having said that, that takes care of, you know, Fishers of Men and Taco Tuesday. Uh, so we did Taco Tuesday and Fish Bones Friday on the same week. And I was asked by somebody if we could change it from the first Friday of the month to, like, the second or third Friday of the month. And I go, well, we'll look at the schedule. It kind of makes sense. You know, the same week, Taco Tuesday and Fishbone Fridays, it might be much, a little bit much for people. But I'm looking into I'll let you guys know. I'll give you the uh, the, the date for, it'll be January now, 2021, 2022. I can't even imagine we're at 2022. Um, but it's uh, Fishbone Fridays. Yesterday we had a good time. Why don't you talk about it, Ron? Well, we had uh, we had 19 people. You know that was pretty cool. Um, then we what well, we had the uh, uh, young man that plays the ukulele. What, what's his name? Uh, King Yama, I think. It yeah, is. and uh, serenading us all through lunch. We just everybody just like we do, just get around talking about fishing and life and all that goes on. But you can't beat the food. And everybody that was there couldn't believe the amount of food you get. And I don't think anybody except for me finished their whole plate. I finished mine. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I had the rockin' shrimp. On yeah, a, I on had a, the ultimate bed, surf and turf. On, on a bed of brown rice, okay, with the, the candied um, Brussels, sprouts, Brussels sprouts. Okay, mm. unbelievable. Yeah. Steve, you got to get up here and go with us. Okay. Sounds delicious. No, no, it was really yeah, good. and play, you know, Derek's a fisherman. He's catering to us fishermen all the time, and he's got two locations: one in Costa Mesa, and one in uh, Torrance. So it's all good. It's all good. All right, listen, we're going to take a short break here. This is uh, Ducks Radio AM eight thirty KLA Angler Chronicles. When we come back. We'll talk about fishing. Okay, I want to talk about fishing. All right, we'll be right back. We arrive on the planet And blinking step in to the sun There's more to be seen Than can ever be seen More to do Than can ever be done Hi, this is Jacob Silverberg, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. 
Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Adam Henrique, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Welcome back. Back, everybody, you're on Ducks Radio, AM 830-KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And um, a lot of stuff uh, covered so far, but, you know, uh, I'm going to go to something that, Steve, you posted uh, earlier this week on Friends of Angler Chronicles, and that was that little uh, reference to King Tides, okay? It's important because, actually, it's happening today and tomorrow, okay? But I don't know that... It, Everybody really knows what a king tide is and how it affects not only our coastal waters, but fishing uh, in general. You want to talk about a little bit about that? Well, without getting too deep into the weeds, it's the, the highest tides of the year and the strongest inshore current of the year. So it's going to, you know, in, inshore fish for the most part, um, and whether they're in the surf or just near shore, their whole life is built around the tides. So, and, and moving water moves food. So, so they're going to be very, very active. Also, um, your various fishing spots are going to be a little deeper than they usually are. So the fish might be in a slightly different spot. Um, I, I, and it's not necessarily a um, sea level rise that you might hear from people. This is a normal, normal thing that happens every year in early December and I recall, you know, more than 40 years ago when I lived in Ocean Beach, California, I, I happened to have a very, very humble little place uh, uh, very close to the beach. And, and every year when the king tides would happen, I would literally get, it would come right up to my front door and I would have kelp deposited right, you know, literally on my front porch. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a new thing. It happens every year. Um, but it's activity. If it's associated, if it's associated with any sort of storm or rough weather, then you've got a little bit more water being pushed, and that's where you can get, uh, you know, or big waves. Uh, you can get damage to uh, to waterfront buildings. So, uh, but the short version is, it's the highest tide of the year. Happens every year, right about this time. Right, and this this occurs. As the moon, the earth, and the sun come into alignment, okay? Now, when they come to that alignment, the moon is nearest to the earth, and the earth is nearest to the sun that it gets all year. So in that alignment, 
that's what causes these things. And always people, you know, we hear, oh, do you fish in a full moon and or, or a quarter moon or whatever? The reason they always refer to the moon is the moon controls the tides, okay? That controls uh, a lot of our ocean movement. And um, if you know anything, if you've got a slack of a tide, it's hard to catch things in slack tide. They need some movement. And like Steve said, that usually brings food. And so you got bait, usually you can have fish, right? So um, that's what king tides are. So be prepared. I mean, this is, is it, it good? It is it good? just a little, a little caution. Right. It means that there may be a little bit more danger. So you got kind of got to watch. Water's going to be deeper. If the waves are coming in, they're going to get you further up the beach, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So be cautious. Do you think it's a good time to go surf fishing? Uh, it can be. This is not really a great time of year for Corbina, and we're a little bit early for uh, the surf perch spawn. But, uh, you know, we've had such beautiful weather the last week or so. Um, I think you could easily get some good some good uh, yellowfin croaker. Um, the, the halibut have been showing in a few places. I've even seen, I don't know where to catch them. If I knew where to catch them, I'd be there. But people are just the last couple of days have been uh, getting some white sea bass not giant ones but legal ones um right off the beach so yeah i guess so but the two prime species corbina um and surf perch are going to be probably not prime right now okay well you know while we're at it um give uh, people a couple of tips you know what would you use uh, to go um surf fishing here locally well the the a lot depends on what you want to catch, um, but kind of the two most basic rigs are either a Carolina rig with a gold sand worm, um, and that you know you don't need a heavy weight. You know maybe maybe a one ounce sliding sinker. Keep the tackle light. You see those uh, those grouchy old dudes. Do you know any grouchy old dudes? Oh yeah, Don you Southern. See, <laughs> <laughs> you see those grouchy old dudes with like a fourteen foot rod? You know, where they heaved out 100 yards, you know, and then stuck the rod in a rod holder. Mm-hmm. They just cast it about 70 yards past the fish. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Surf fish come in to eat what the waves churn up. Mm-hmm. So if you wade out, you know, up to your up to your hips, the fish are all around you. Now, I'm not sure I recommend wading out up to your hips at this time of year, but it kind of illustrates what's going on. But, uh, yeah, a Carolina rig with a, uh, a gulf sandworm. Uh, you can either take one of the full-size sandworms and pinch them in two. Mm-hmm. That way they last twice as long. Or you can buy the short, you know, the, the short two-inch ones either way. And about a number six uh, owner mosquito hook is perfect. Mm-hmm. And then the other one to catch the halibut, the white sea bass, and a few, wherever there's fresh water running into the ocean, mm-hmm. you have a slim, I emphasize slim chance, of getting a striped bass, a, um, uh, uh, a, a about a four, four and a half inch uh, jerk bait, freshwater style jerk bait. Uh, a lot of people use Lucky Craft, but uh, you know there's plenty of other brands that, that work that work very well, Rapalas, etc. Um, and that imitates you know, whether it's an anchovy or a smelt or something like that. And um, you will occasionally catch the other surf species. On, on those uh, jerk baits, but primarily they're for, they're for a halibut, etc. cetera. Uh, and then also, if you're wherever there's rocks or kelp, you also have the, the possibility of getting uh, calico bass from the surf on those jerk baits. 
Those oh, are yeah. prime ways to do it. Yeah, and uh, it just depends where you fish. I, I like the fact that you said um, the, the part about where the fish are. I, I see so many of these guys. I've seen them actually take a... A, a, a start. I mean, they actually run before they cast, and they they cast a mile out. And I'm thinking, well, good luck. Now you're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, most of the stuff happens. There are some people that using the heavy gear, and you know, they, they're fishing for anything, and they're throwing like a big old trunk of squid or something out mm -hmm. there. Well, I mean, and, look, and you can, for, for yeah, for sharks, yeah, sharks and yeah, rays. Sharks and rays. If that's what you want to catch, mm -hmm. that's cool. And right. of course, they're probably the biggest thing that you're going to catch from the surf in our area. Mm -hmm. um, but if you want to catch surf species, in air quotes, surf species, surf species eat what the waves churn up. So if you're throwing way past the waves. You throw way past the fish. Yeah, and I, I would actually see, first of all, look where the first, the furthest break is and not be casting right there and then let your... Because what's going to happen is um, uh, the your actual... Your line's going to come back in. As, as the water comes in, you're not using a lot of weight. It's going to turn in that water. It's going to be twisting around, and it comes back into you. Okay, so um, you'll be right in the mix, right where the, the fish are. You know, I know Ron and I have been talking about going up Dog Beach um, here in Huntington Beach and go getting it done. So but we'll have to get that going again. I know you like to go a lot. I, I you know, I just, yep. it, it's just something. Uh, we, we used to do this. Remember, we used to go in the, on a Sunday morning. Yeah. We'd go and then we'd head over to, was it, Pelican Isle? <laughs> okay, over there and have some breakfast. Okay, so that, that's good. Well, um, I want to say something about the high tide is what they're really talking about. You know, but it's just... Um, when they when they get the water gets up higher under the sand and stuff remember all the nutrients and all the stuff that year round that have been deposited in there are going to get washed back into the ocean and the bite right after that is actually very very good okay all right so that uh, steve the high tides are today and tomorrow correct that's that's correct i want to i want to add one more thing uh you're looking for i mean the beach all kind of looks the same if you're just walking along but you're looking for De holes or depressions right, and right. that might only be that mean that that stretch of bottom you know may might only be 20 feet across it might only be six inches deeper than than the surrounding water as you're walking along look at where the waves are not breaking right so you might you know, you know there might be a couple hundred yards of break 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 it all looks the same and then there's a little stretch of water you know might again might only be 20 30 feet where the wave isn't breaking that means that the water's a little bit deeper. Start your search for fish there. Perfect. Okay, so I hope everybody's paying attention. Great, great activity. If you got just a couple of hours, you want to go do something, and um, it's easy, too. You do need a license, folks, so make sure you have that. Did you talk about what pound test you'd use? Well, I no, I didn't talk about it, but mm -hmm. uh, generally, relatively light tackle, what, what, what might be called steelhead tackle I, I would say uh, a freshwater bass tackle but those rods are a little bit short um you know an eight eight and a half foot uh, light action rod um you know maybe eight or ten pound test is all you need unless, again unless you're fishing for those sharks and rays that's a whole different thing and um yeah because you're, you're throwing a relatively light lure or a relatively small sinker and you don't have to throw it that far. No. no. You know, really, 30, 30, 40 yards is as far as you ever need to cast. Much more important that you're looking for water that has fish in it. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, 
if you're if you're winging your your bait out there, putting it in a rod holder and taking a nap, maybe you want a nap. Maybe that's the real reason that you're out there. But if you want to catch fish, it's also important to keep moving. Yeah. Well, so I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I've done this before, and I have the, a great setup, and it's a um, it's a it's a heavy trout rod, if you wish. It's about eight foot, and um, I use six pound test. The only thing that you guys, I just want to warn you, um, surf fishing can put a lot, a lot of damage to your tackle, okay? And the reason you got, now not only you have salt to deal with, you have sand to deal with, and it will, it can ruin a lot of your reels. I, I hate to admit this, but what I've done in the past is I buy some very disposable type spinning reels. There, there's a lot of them for about 10 bucks, okay? And you go and you use it, and you get probably one or two, maybe three uses out of it before the sand just totally destroys it. Uh, but kind of, I call them disposable. Okay, it's a little spinning outfit. Um, loaded, got plenty of line for what you want to do for two or three trips out. Um, I don't necessarily use fluorocarbon, but you know, you probably should use fluorocarbon. Again, six pound test is what I use with uh, one of your gulp uh, worms there. Camel. Yeah, and also. The also I like is the you have one that's like looks like a little um, um, sand crab. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I use those 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 as well the the gulp crab and I like so, those for, in the new for, penny. For, for, yeah. For for corbina I did I, again I didn't want to get too deep into the weeds for the for the folks out there listening. For corbina, not corvina. Oh, that's another one that I, I forgot to bring up. There's Corbina and Corvina, not the same thing. They're related, but they are not the same. Corbina, uh, which is more of a summer fish in general, uh, you absolutely do need fluorocarbon. Um, and six-pound test, really, if you want to catch any number of them, that's about as heavy as you can use. Most other surf fish are not quite that cautious. Um, you can go a little bit heavier than you want if you want, and you don't necessarily need fluorocarbon. For the other surfish species, with that with that gulp sandworm, mm-hmm. and the sandworm, uh, in my in my experience, has worked way. I mean, you think that the sand crab would work great? The sandworm works better. There is some critter out there, the camo color, um, whether by whether by accident or by design, that sandworm matches exactly something that those fish, those all the surf species, think is candy. And uh, they will go out of their way to bite that thing. Um, it's way better than the sand crab. I don't really know why. It just is. And uh, but yeah, yeah, corvina. Uh, the easy way to, to think of it is, is they they look similar to corvina, but corvina have a downward downward facing mouth because they suck sand crabs out of the sand. Corvina um, have a hinged jaw and teeth. And they look 95% the same as a small white sea bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Corvina do not have a size limit. White sea bass definitely have a 28-inch size limit, which is about 8 pounds. So it, 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 it's an impressive accomplishment to catch a legal white sea bass from the surf. All right. There you go. Is that good, Ron? That's enough well, Yeah, also, too, I'm going to give somebody a good spot right to the south side of the Huntington Beach Pier. There's a like Steve just said. Look for the uh, where the waves are not breaking. If you'll follow the surf along there, the waves break until about twenty thirty feet before they get to the pier. Right there's an uh, 
a hole, mm-hmm. and that is a great spot. Just little little tip. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, now now you've now you spot burned it. There, now there's there's never anybody fishing there near the pier. Yep. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> That's okay. That's what we're here for to educate people. And yeah, I, didn't know, yeah. I didn't say I how far out. There. I didn't say how far out either, did I? Yeah. Well, you know, ah. I'll tell you what. Okay. Since you talk about that, I like to fish underneath the pier. Okay. In other words, you guys underneath the pier and then fling it right between all the pylons. Remember, don't, for, don't forget those pylons have uh, growth on them, right? Yep. They got uh, muscles, muscles and stuff. And, yeah. and that creates an ecosystem, all right? So always be looking for that. All right, um, that's that's a lot of fun, okay? It, it, you know, it's a great walk, uh, Do you too. remember when I got rolled, the wave came up? I wasn't oh looking. My God, oh, yeah. that was so funny. Yeah. But pay attention, guys, because you can get, uh, you know, wet. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, and, and you don't need to be that far into the water. Again, you need about 30 yards. I mean, I... I mean, with a spinning outfit, it, it's not yeah. that difficult to do. Well, with a one-ounce weight, trust me, you'll make it. Yeah, and you can use different types of lures as, stuff, as well. So it, it's a good um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, you know, I, I use the Carolina, and I watched you use, you know, a, a lure. Mm-hmm. And they both work. Yeah. So get out there and have yeah. fun. All right, folks. Uh, gosh, I can't believe we're already burn through three segments when we come back i want to talk to ron who's going to give us some fish reports from up and down the coast um we're going to turn into the salt the salt water as we already have and uh, we'll talk about some of the things that are coming up all right all right folks you're on ducks radio am 830 klaa this is angler chronicles and we'll be right back Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, this is Cam Fowler, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. 
Go big or go home. Now we've said that so many times. This is Angler's Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio, Ducks Radio, AMA 30K LAA. All right. Um, a lot of great information is being posted on uh, Friends of Anger Chronicles. Uh, Steve, you just posted something. Uh, Ron, you've been accused as a spot burner. All right. Hey, uh, Leilani, his uh, microphone in Asinon. Is your microphone on now? Nope, not yet. So let's get. Uh, okay. Is it I was, I've been there good. Yeah, no, no, we decided to cut you off. Because <laughs> I burned a spot? Yeah, you burned the spot. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so... Yeah, secret spot. Secret spot. Nobody knows where Huntington Beach Pier even is. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. And you said the north side. Oh, my God. No, that's, that's that's where more gravelly sand is, too. You know, we used to fit, uh, uh, surf that. Talk about surfing. You had... We had a nice and guest yeah. to Fish Foam Fridays. You want to talk about him? Yeah, uh, one of our local legends. Uh, in fact, I still have one of his surfboards when we were discussing it, uh, uh, David Nueva. And if anybody doesn't look, go look it up. And uh, very famous, uh, well, he's still a young man in my eyes, but, uh, you know, we're all up there in age. He's and, in his and, 70s, still surfs. Yeah, you know? still surfs. And um, uh, he was actually one of my, I, hey, I bought a board from him. He actually shaped a board for me back when he was doing it in Huntington Beach years and years and years ago. And uh, I still have that board. I actually got two. Uh, I wish I had not stopped using them. <laughs> but uh, what, a, what a fine gentleman he is, too, uh, you know, uh, down to earth. And he's just a good man. And um, it was great to reconnect. We were downstairs talking before we went up and ate, and which is, by the way, at Fishbones, there is upstairs dining. And um, we just had a good time, and it was good to see everybody and talk to everybody. We just saw them all at Taco Tuesday, but uh, David was a good, a good, good reminiscing thing, and, and that's what this is getting together is all about, actually, to me. Oh yeah, absolutely, and um, it was nice to see him there, and I mean, we had a, we had a ukulele and a guitar player yeah. there, you know, and, and King. So beautiful music in the background, Steve. You'd love this. I'll tell you what, we even got the sheriff out. Yeah. Okay. The sheriff came out and joined us on the, on this particular occasion. I think he went back home quite happy. He says he's going to bring Kathy next time. So okay. So check this out. People know I'm not a big fan of fish. Okay. Now I love shellfish. That's why you know I had some shrimp and lobster. I do the. I, I love that. But I'm not a big fan of fish. Well, I got a taste test. Derek, uh, let me have a little bit of Chilean white sea bass. And it was done with a little bit of butter. Oh, it melted in my mouth. Um, I know what I'm having next time I go there. It will be that. I can't believe I'm saying this. I really, really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, people's always told me, because you just, you just haven't had good fish. You know, that's probably what's happened. But um, anyway, extremely good. And I know Chilean white sea bass, of course. Is one of those things that is highly sought out when you go uh, go seafood, you know, go for seafood. But anyway, I got to try it. It was unbelievable. Thank you, Derek. It was awesome. Okay, so I will having some that some of that next time we go out. All right, 
Ron, I promised people that we talk about some of the local fishing, okay? Um, we're going to do the three sectors, okay? We used to do that a lot. Okay, don't worry about it. We'll do it together here. Yeah, we'll do uh, Sector uh, one. Sector Did we go north to south or south to north? We went sector one was always uh, up, up uh, north. Yeah. Up okay, north. so why don't we start with that? Um, is, we're going to be covering Cisco's and Hooks Landing. Well, they're all um, they're all getting ready. You remember, guys? Uh, rock fishing stops uh, December thirty first. Mm -hmm. So, well, they're in high gear. Getting right right now. Going up there is you guys want quality big rockfish. You know, um, white white fish, uh, mm -hmm. big white fish. Uh, you got to head up towards Cisco's, uh, you know, verges and, and um, hooks. all the landing mm -hmm. hooks landing all up there. You just get up there and get out on those boats because your time is running out, but the quality is just fantastic. And that's, I love rock fishing, and that is the spot. <laughs> Rockfish Ron, we call him here. No, but but here's um here's a little secret for you, okay? Now lately, I will have to admit, uh, the quality of the rockfish. That you that is known for the Channel Islands, um, has been has is being caught at Nicholas as well. Right. Okay. So there's very good stuff at Nicholas on the El Dorado. Now, if you're up in that area in the Ventura Oxnard, or even obviously Santa Barbara, that's one of their staples. Okay. So if you really want to load up and you want to put some meat in the freezer for the coming months. I highly recommend a trip up there. They're catching reds. Yep. They're catching whitefish. They're catching even a few halibut mixed in. And they're big. They're big. I haven't really seen a lot of white sea bass movement out there, but that's I just haven't seen it. If they have, I don't know. Um, but that's that's a great way to do it. Simple, easy fishing. Okay, two hook ganyan, or what, or the way I like to do it is a reverse dropper loop. Because I like to hit some link cut. They have been getting some really good quality link cut up there. Um, Danny, I'm sure, will be calling in the sheriff right around six. He's got a new toy, a toy that I am going to borrow for uh, the December trip, and that is Tenacom 500, uh, an electric reel. Okay, check that. Check that out. Electric reel. I love it. Okay. Um, just press a button. It goes, I, 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 it's, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, we've used that. So when you go into those depths, you know, 300 plus, um, uh, even a two-speed reel I highly recommend because if you get some of the big dogs, you do three or four of those in a row, you're going to be hurting. Okay, but the, the key is nice and slow. Um, you know what I did, Steve, as I brought out one of my old pen four odds okay and um left it with uh mono it's got some 40 pound mono on it and i mean i've been using that and i like the gear ratio okay for rockfish you don't need anything fast in fact you want something that's slow correct well yeah although you sort of uh you've had a bunch of good ideas until but um bump you left the mono on there well, okay. And then all the rest of your good ideas. Well, okay. The reason is, okay. Wait, let, let, let's clarify. Okay, um, the four out is a big reel. Okay, the big reel. All right, and I let. I mean, when the smaller reels came up and we started using Spectra, I have to admit the four out 
went kind of into the into the pile of reels I don't use anymore. And I saw it the other day, and it's got it. I my mine's all accuplated out with you know the big handle. I have the Yellowtail Special. I was a big four odd fan, and um, so I left it with that, and I took it out. And it was fun. I was worried about the line being too old. I don't know how many years it was on there, but it didn't pop. 40 pounds, I figure, was plenty uh, strong. But what I liked, again, was the gear ratio, okay, a, a much lower gear ratio. And bringing two big fish up at the same time, these fish come up with their mouths open. So you've got all that drag of the water is also hurting you, okay? It made it very easy with a big handle, low gear, just turn the handle Randall, as I like to call it, and just put the rod on the rail and have at it. So that's why I didn't put Spectra on it, okay? You don't have to be that way. God. <laughs> I just I just, I just, just figure that people are out there listening, <laughs> and uh, they're, they're using you as an example. So I wanted to make sure that that, that, part of you, that part of your example that they don't emulate. So what would you do with the four-on? Well, in general, um, with our new and improved depths, that depend, and if you're going out to San Nicolas Island, you don't have to worry about this. But we do have the new and improved legal depth of up to 600 feet. Mm -hmm. It's not that's not an absolute number, by the way. You have to follow the contour lines that the that the DFW has laid out. But theoretically, at 600 feet, that's pretty deep. That's literally twice as deep as 300. I know, I know, easy math. So uh, a, a 4.0, and if you've got it halfway full of mono, let's just say that, that, that that's what it is, you can then top that off and put, you know, uh, maybe 300, 350 yards of braid, super braid on there. By the way, Spectra is a brand. Super right. braid is the is super braid or gel spun polyethylene is what it really is. Um and yeah, yeah. Put 300, 350, maybe 400 yards of 50 pound uh, on top, and now you've got a reel that will get way, way down there pretty easily. And most important, when you start back up, you're not starting back up with a reel that's three quarters empty. Got it. All right, we got to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk to the sheriff himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. All right. Thank you for that, Steve, and we'll, we'll continue when we get back. This is Ducks Radio AM 830KLA. Angler Chronicles will be back with our number two. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com.
Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit beefy, or even with type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Affordable term life insurance is out there. Call term provider and speak with Big Lou at 800-481-1458. 800-481-1458 or visit BigLou.com. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Ducks Radio AM 830, KLAA. Orange County Angeles and Inland Empire. Your flagship station for Anaheim Ducks hockey. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners, or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Ducks Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And God, every time I hear this music, it reminds me of only one dude. One dude that can take and just throw out a jig at whatever floats. Uh, whatever is out there. We call him the jig slinger for a reason. I call him the sheriff as well because at any given point he's going to rush you and shoot you. He's the man, the man with the plan. The CEO of Anger Chronicles filmed him. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. <laughs> oh, my God, Sergio. I don't know about a legend. <laughs> Anyways, nice to hear from everybody there. Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs. And Sergio, I'm just reporting at 0600 as ordered, Captain. Wasn't that funny? <laughs> I saw that. I go, it's perfect. Okay, the Navy uh, man. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Anyway, you know, Sergio, be, before I forget it, I, I did hear from Richie Ashley last night. Mm-hmm. Nachos Barge does have live squid for the weekend. So okay, for the weekend. I needed it on Thursday. <laughs> well, you know, he'll probably have it all week. I talked with Corby yesterday, and... Uh, for the private boaters listening in, there's a lot of squid at uh, the Isthmus on the front side of the island. So you you can get them there, bar, or easier, much easier, just to get them from Nacho's Barge at the east end of the federal break wall. Anyway, yesterday, Sergio had a ball, a real blast at Fishbones Friday in Costa Mesa there at Fishbones Restaurant. Uh, nice to see the good friends, you know, I haven't seen for a while, Don Southern. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Cliff Friend and Paul Hayes, and and I met a, a young man there, Dan Brady. I hadn't talked with him, seen him on Facebook, got to meet him. And, of course, the owner of Fishbones, Derek, he took really good care of us and uh, really enjoyed the food and the company. And, and uh, you know, I did not run. I did not finish my my plate. But then I, I picked out kind of on appetizers when I first got there, so when my Main dish came, it was kind of tough. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, the Tanacom, Sergio, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, use that Tanacom at San Nicolas Island. You know, you guys were talking about the old days. Uh, you said four odd. I, I, I actually used a, in the old days Nine a, a six odd. That well, I had a six odd. In fact, I mm-hmm. still got it. Uh, they, they did use some nines. Dacron mm-hmm. line, of course, in those days, three pounds of lead. 20 hook ganyans, 
But um, anyway, that was, those were the good uh, good old days. days. Mm-hmm. They they kind of were in, in in that regard. And there was no uh, depth right now. Uh, there was no depth uh, requirement. Okay, um, what was the deepest you ever dropped to, Danny? I was, it was probably eight or nine hundred feet. But I I know that uh, they that I recall that they did fish even deeper than that, even with five pounds of lead. But I always used three, and uh, we used to make those cherry bank trips, Sergio, on the pre right. ramps. And, exactly. Oh my gosh, uh, it was a <laughs> it was a sleigh fest, I have to say, but. But anyway, things have uh, straightened out uh, a lot since those days. A couple of questions here. I was going to ask Ron, uh, Sergio, but mm-hmm. I know, Ron, you've done a lot of surf fishing. You were talking about it earlier. You know, when I was a kid, um, a teenager, actually, I used to do a lot of surf fishing with my dad back in the 50s and early 60s. And in those days, surf fishing was a basically a casting contest. Okay? <laughs> See how far you, you know? See how far, you know, the guy that could throw it the furthest past the breakers, he he won. He didn't catch all the fish, but he won the casting contest. Oh. Nowadays, you know, the, uh, I, I haven't surf fished in a little while here now, but, uh, you know, the fish are right in there around you, right in there in the breakers in, in a, one or two feet of water. What, what do you... What do you say about that, Ira? Um, what I what I usually try to do is I always try to cast out just where the waves start to break, just where they start to crest, and then you start dragging it back a little and let it go. And then, of course, it's going to move with the tide, so you want to keep walking down the beach and kind of try and stay in front of it. Um, but yeah, you want you don't want to cast out any further than where the waves are breaking, in my opinion. Um, which could yeah. any, could be anywhere from you know ten yards to fifty yards. It all depends on where it's at. But you got to get it to where the water's churning up, and you know that's how they churn up the nutrients and all the stuff that's in the in the water. So, yeah, that makes sense because that's what the last few times I went surf fishing. That's what everybody was doing, and we did real well. And for uh, Steve Carson, you got uh, Sergio. You were talking earlier about moon phase and mm-hmm. tidal flow and currents and things like that. Um, I do pay attention to tidal movement, um, especially for inshore fishing. But as far as uh, the, the moon phase, full moon, new moon, whatever, <coughs> I have never planned or canceled a fishing trip based simply on the moon phase. Uh, you know, some people, I, I fish with guys that when I used to charter the searcher, you know, for many years there, uh, uh, Sergio, that would not go if there was a full moon. Steve Carson. What 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 do you would like to add to that? What's, what's well, your well, Danny, Danny, you and I go back to the earlier anchovy era. So does Ron. Sergio <laughs> doesn't remember anchovies. He thinks they go on a pizza. <laughs> I'm too young to you guys. He thinks they go on a pizza. Uh-huh, but, they um, do. <laughs> yeah, for for many 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 years, of course, instead of sardines, all these sport fishing boats had anchovies in the bait tank, right. and for. Everything from the Redondo to the uh, San Pedro to the Long Beach boats, um, all of them got their their bait. uh, The bait was all caught inside Long Beach Harbor. And, um, you know, the boat uh, with with skiffs that had, you know, like a light literally on them. And uh, that's how they would would catch the bait. And when there would be a full moon, it was much brighter than than the lights on on the little bait boats. And so the bait that they got was either crummy or there wasn't very much of it or whatnot. 
um, during full moon periods. So we all know that when you go out with, with a, not a very good load of bait in the bait tank, uh, you're not going to catch that much. You're not going to catch as much. And so people thought, well, okay, it's the full moon that's making the fish not bite, uh, not realizing that it was just the poor quality bait. And those people that grew up in that are now the wise old anglers uh, giving out advice that says, oh, the full moon period's terrible. Actually, in particular, the last few years where we've been in the bluefin tuna phase, uh, the full moon is absolutely the best, best, best period to fish. Absolutely. So, you know, what can you do? Well, sometimes, sometimes, the old, sometimes the old wisdom is not that wise. Well, you know, that... that well, that... Go ahead, Danny. Okay, so when when I get the phone calls of booking a trip, 90% of the time people ask me about that. And I'll tell you what, we've had some fantastic trips in the full moon and the phase. I just, it's it been incredible. I, I, to me, I, I not really, I pay a little more attention to the barometer more than anything else. The only time I've seen uh, an issue with the full moon has been with bluefin. And, and you know what? One time we caught them, one time we didn't. And, and so I'm not, I'm just saying this. You put the right bait, the right okay. condition for your fish, you're going to catch a fish, okay? Uh, Danny, you and I have never canceled one of the Freedom Boat Club trips because of a moon, okay? Now, <laughs> no, it's a no. great thing. It's a great excuse to have in your arsenal oh, <laughs> yeah. when you didn't catch any <laughs> fish. Oh, I was the moon phase. <laughs> uh, or uh, the tide, no tide movement. <laughs> you know, we can do that. But in, in all honesty, I, I don't think it makes – to me, it doesn't make much of a difference. Um uh, it, it could be. I mean, we used to say, you know, it, it spread the bait out at night, remember? You know, it's so bright at night, yeah. the bait spreads out. If the bait spreads out, doesn't ball up, there's no concentration of fish, I don't know, okay? Um, all I do know is that, you know, we, we've caught fish either way. So um, maybe well, it's easier. Well, you know, I, 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 let me say this. Um, uh, one of the best trips for yellowtail fishing I ever had was on the searcher. Uh, we were fishing uh, Hippolito and Asuncion. And some actually, this was at Asuncion, and um, uh, the the moon. Of course, we're down in Baja. The moon was so bright at night you could literally you could read by it. It was and, and but the yellowtail fishing during the daytime. Not we didn't fish much at night, but during the daytime was just outstanding. I think we had a couple of days down there we had eight hundred yellowtail or something like that back in the day but um and that was on a full moon that mm -hmm. was on a full moon but like i say i've never i've never really uh paid that much attention to it a lot of people used to say well the fish gonna the, the fish uh, full moon they all feed at night so you're not going to catch them during the day i've never found that to be the case but you know their uh, opinions may vary <laughs> so anyway sergio let's get to uh, tomorrow's um uh, episode on Valley Sports West, mm -hmm. and um, going to air an exciting episode tomorrow. And then after that, I want to talk about next week's episode on December 12th, the week from tomorrow. But tomorrow, we're going to air Tuna Wars 6. I remember the other day I told you Star Wars, and you you correct me. <laughs> I don't know why I even said that. I got to thinking later, you know, if, if, if I ran Star Wars tomorrow, we would... Uh, we would owe somebody a lot of money. You know? Can you imagine? So, can you imagine the way Yoda would fish? He would just use the force, <laughs> and the fish would just come off the water, 
And, you know, we'd have them in the air. I like that. And just use the force, Luke. Use the force. Well, this, this is better. This this episode tomorrow is better than Star Wars, everybody. Two yeah. of the War Six. Of course, you got Dave Marciano, Paul Hebert. You and uh, Ben Seacrest were on that one. And uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, you're fishing a couple of quality boats there. Yeah, we were on the we were on the Tomahawk, and it was a Tomahawk and the Liberty, the two boats. Uh, we had Paul Ebert's team from Wicked Pissa. He was on the Liberty, and the Dave Marciano team was on the Tomahawk, which is the boat that Ben and I and John were on. And they go out, and it's just bragging rights who has the top weight of three fish so you take the top three fish you weigh them get a total and uh, i think this year we were only between the two boats about 28 pounds apart summing up all three fish and we were in four and five hundred pounds uh total i think um for for these fish so it, it, they were sizable fish we caught a lot of them but i think the biggest thing here is that we did this for a very good cause and that's the friends of rollo okay captains rollo's kids at sea program and what what they do is they charter boats and they take kids out who have never been out in the ocean usually never been out in the water and they take them out just local fishing you know and I, i've been on several of those trips and you know something as simple as catching some mackerel and some bass and uh, the stuff that's easy, okay? And uh, the kids get hooked and they get a chance to see. But it's all underprivileged kids. a great little program. Angler, Angler Chronicles, big supporter of Friends of Rollo. And um, that's how the money is raised. And it's a day and a half trip. And we go out and have a lot of fun. I just have a lot of fun, okay? So anyway, yeah. Well, um, yeah. listen, stay there. Don't say anything else because I gotta take a break. I can see. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm at a, at a, I'm at the break. We'll come back. We'll get all the times and we'll talk about next week. That's a big one too. All right, folks, you're on Ducks Radio AM830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll come back. We'll finish up with the sheriff, Danny Jackson. Bring me tears. Now that you're gone, I sing. Hi, this is Josh Manson, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme, Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next-level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Fishing fanatics will love a value-packed membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, this is Josh Manson, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830.
Welcome back to Ducks Radio AM830 KLAA Zangler Chronicles. As uh, we went, we were going to break, we were talking to Danny Jackson, the sheriff. All right, Sheriff, so uh, we got that uh, great episode uh, on uh, Tuna War 6. Dave Marciano, Paul Ebert of Wicked Tuna, uh, join us on that one. And simply a great episode. Um, bigger fish than we had gotten in the past. I think we were averaging fish in the 100 and 140, 150 pounders. Okay, I think the big fish was just shy of 200. But we had several. I think we had like 17 of those babies. Um, so it, it was good. It was a good trip. So yeah, and for, and for a great an cause. For a great yeah, cause. Yes, yeah, a, a great cause. Of course it is. Uh, and, and I really can't wait to get this new one on the air uh, a week from tomorrow. Well, wait, wait. Well. Give the times for the, for tomorrow. for the. Well, okay. I'll, I'll give the times. Uh, uh, 8.30 tomorrow morning, Valley Sports West. And it will... It will air every episode. It airs five times during the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and again next, uh, the next Sunday at 8, 8 a.m. So you've got Angler Chronicles television every Sunday from 8 to 9, so that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, uh, a week from uh, tomorrow, the 12th, Salmon Falls Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, you and Ben Seacrest, of course, and the cinematography from John Simpson, I mean, he never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> and uh, we're, I'm just putting the finishing touches on it with some graphics, captioning, and stuff like that. We'll be sending it to Fox uh, early next week. But anyway, talk about that a little bit, uh, Sergio, if you want Salmon Falls. It was, you guys had a great time, a lot of fish. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know, we, we got hooked up with Gary Lee Martinez uh, from The Traveling Traveler. And went up to Salmon Falls uh, Resort in Ketchikan, Alaska. Um, beautiful place, as Alaska is always. Um, a really well done resort. Uh, a full on restaurant. You guys will see that. It's not just a lodge, you know, and you get the, the, the typical food at the lodge. This you actually order from a menu, which was really cool. So, you know, breakfast, you could have a choice of several things. Same thing with lunch, same thing with dinner. We were lucky to um, arrive at a time where they did this uh, Jim Beam. Um, I'm not a big, huge whiskey drinker until now. But um, what they did is they did a five-course menu, and they did the chef and the representative from Jim Beam got together, and they would create for every entree there was a specific Jim Beam drink that went along with it. Very, very tasty. Can't say I remembered much after the um, <laughs> that, that dinner, but it, it was a lot of fun. And then when you talk about fishing, I mean, what can you say? I mean, it was wide open, uh, what we like to call black bombers. They call them black bass. Um, I mean, I mean the ling cod, the, 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 the halibut, uh, no monsters, but it was steady, okay? Um, the problem that they had during when we were there was was the limits. I mean, we were catching so many fish, we, we just, we had to keep using a descending device to send them down, okay? And then a um, lot of, lot of uh, uh, we were catching, I believe, silvers, right? Is that what was on the, yeah, I think it was some silvers. A lot, a lot of that, yeah. salmon. So it was really a good time. The hosting was amazing. Okay, so I can tell you that. Great, great, great hosting. And, and that sometimes is everything, you know I mean? Because you can't guarantee 
the fishing, but you can guarantee the service. The service was impeccable. Yeah. Okay, impeccable. Yeah. And you guys will see that. The wildlife surrounding the area, both in the water and in the air, because bald eagles are everywhere. I love it. Uh, you can hear the, their distinct sound. Um, it, whales, uh, you name it. Okay, there's bears in the area. There's uh, deer in the area. It's a lot of fun. It was just a lot of fun. I got a chance also to walk, and we were talking about surf fishing earlier. I got a chance to cast out at some salmon right off the beach. You know, um, nothing of big, huge size, but there was a lot of fun on a little crocodile. The smallest crocodile that I had, almost, almost um, a Thomas Boyan type thing for trout, a little bit bigger. And um, anyway, just a lot of fun, and you guys will see it. And like I said, I want to thank um, Liz for hosting us while we were there. She came out fishing with us every day, Trooper, and uh, our captains, Bunker and Jack. I mean, it was it was a great time. I hope to, re to return um, here shortly. Okay, so excellent, yeah, it's, excellent it's, episode. It is, and we'll talk about that more next week. But uh, anyway, it, it's been a pleasure. Again, I had a, a ball yesterday at Fishbones and Costa Mesa, Sergio. So I'd like to do that again uh, real soon. So Okay, and if guys, you get a chance uh, next uh, Thursday, if you get a chance next Thursday, come out with me on Freedom Boat Club. Um, I'll take you out. I have it open just for you, Mr. Jackson. Okay, next Thursday. You probably do that, Sergio. Okay, yeah, right, and you, you won't need your your electric reel. Okay. No, 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 no. Just okay. bring br right, just good. bring your pen fathoms. We're, we're we're good to go. Okay, you can you can. <laughs> okay, well, well you, I'll, I'll let you yeah, borrow okay. my 15. Okay, my LD 15 two speed. Okay, and and also you can, uh, Steve. I don't know if I'll let them use my my bait caster, my fathom. I don't know. That, well, that, that's up to you. That's yeah. Up to you, you know. I mean, loaning out gear is always. Although, if I was going to loan it to anybody, I would loan it to Danny. But loaning your tackle, just in general, can be dicey. Yep, yep. Tell me, tell me about it. Okay, <laughs> but no, no, definitely. We'll we'll, we'll get it going, and um, I promise you. We won't go anywhere deeper than 120 feet. How's that? Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. All right, Serge. All, All right, right, Danny. Thank you again for joining us uh, yesterday. And please bring Kathy next time. Um, we'll do one in um, in January and um, okay. once a month. If not, you don't, but you don't have to wait. It's a, it's not that far away. You should take Jack oh, and, no. and the kids over there. Okay. We're planning on it. All right. Thank you, Danny. Okay, Serge. All right. Take care, buddy. We'll see you guys. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, let me go. He's been patiently waiting, and we were. I love it because we'll start the fish report here. Okay. Without further ado, the man himself. Uh, should I call him the Ice Man? I just call him Steve Phelps. Yeah. How about if we just call him Steve Phelps? Long Beach Sport Fishing, the man that sticks it out to 1.45 a.m. Because you know what? He he, he he gets there and he stays. I was lonely. Okay, no, now this is something I don't need to hear. Neither the fans need to hear that you were lonely and that Steve kept your company. Mm -hmm. Okay, but without further ado, Mr. Steve Phelps. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, I, I stayed late. I, uh, I loved your post. I loved what, your what, post. What? 
I lo- the, the one when you said, didn't know that Taco Tuesday went to 1.45 a.m. I laughed. <laughs> that was great, bro. I, I, stayed, I stayed late because our very own Ron Hobbs was up on stage. And let me tell you guys something. If you don't know, Ron Hobbs, he can sing. This guy can sing, guys. So you missed out. Whoever, whoever left early. And I know I wasn't supposed to say anything, Ron, but he will be kicking off his West Coast tour. 2022 Ron Hobbs in concert. So, yeah, at public bathrooms everywhere. Yeah, at public. There you go. Go on sale in February, guys. So, you know, keep a lookout. (laughs) Steve, my friend, it was very fun, wasn't it? Oh, a great time. Great time. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, I guess uh, they do that. You guys do that karaoke every Tuesday, right? Yeah, well, well, Uh, every every Tuesday from 9 30 to closing. But that's not necessarily why Taco Tuesday happens, okay? Right. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was a fun time with everyone. It was good seeing everyone. It was it was it was fun times. I needed that. I haven't had good, good times like that in a while, so it was great. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Well, all right. Let's start. Let's start off with my report. Yes, all sir. Right. <laughs> the Eldorado has been doing their thing at San Nick. Um, Captain Jeff's been loading up on the, the big reds and chuckles and sheephead and whitefish. It's been it's been as consistent. You know, as it can be, weather's been nice. Um, our first BOGO trip for uh, for this year is is Sunday night, and it is sold out. But there's plenty of room available during the week, and we just added a weekend trip, uh, departing Saturday, December 18th, fishing Sunday the 19th. Buy one get one on the El Dorado when you oh. prepay through the website. You'll get a you'll get a free pass for next year when you're checking in the night of your trip. I'll hand you a pass, good for. Uh, for any open party overnight trip on the El Dorado in 2022, leaving out of Long Beach. Very good. I like it. Yeah, it's a good deal. Good deal. Um, Victory's been uh, been doing their thing local, catching lots of rockfish, whitefish, sheephead. It's been really good. Victory departs every morning at 6 a.m., returns about 4 p.m. It's uh, $80 prepaid through the website. But it's been good fishing. You guys got to come out and load up before the rockfish closure and uh i would like to note the victory will be online until usually mid-january um after the closure he'll fish he'll fish bass and you know maybe some sculpin so um you'll have a couple weeks to fish in january with us as well um hey steve i had lunch with steve uh yesterday or the day before and um when is is your last trip our trip or are you guys going out on the 30 30th no, we got we no. Uh, that's not the last trip. The last trip will be the thirtieth, fishing the thirty first, okay. and, and that is also a buy one get one trip. Okay, cool. All right, that solves that. All right, so um, you know, let's do this. Um, primarily, right now, you know, and since I got you uh, tackle recommendations uh, for going out either local on the Victory or the El Dorado at this particular point, it's pretty much the same thing. You want to have a nice outfit, um, uh, light line, maybe a 20, 25, and then have a nice 40-pounder, okay? You want, I would say, a little bit, um, a little extra line so you can go deep if you had to. Uh, Again, there are certain places you can go up to 600 feet depending on the contour. Nice thing is you guys don't have to do the guessing. The captains know exactly where that is. So if you go to the island... Um, I haven't fished anything deeper than 300 with Jeff, but 
Um, you might want to have some 12 and 16 ounce sinkers just in case. Usually 8 and 10 will do the job, but not. it wouldn't hurt to have a 12 or 16. If you do have an electric reel, I'd recommend it. And locally, too, here, I mean, you can go to the Southeast Bank, load up. I've, I have fished on the Victory with Phil, uh, Captain Phil, and I know some of his spots over there. They produce some very, very good quality rockfish, good quality um, sculpin, and a lingcod here and there, okay? A halibut here and there as well. And then you'll move in the shallows and try to get some of the calico and sand bass. So they're, they're very, very good trips, both in the Victory and the El Dorado. And again, I would have a 20, 25-pound setup and then maybe a, a 40-pounder, okay? You can bring something heavier than that if you want, but uh, most of your work will be done between 25 and 40. Um, I see that uh, Jeff got a nice, a nice yellowtail. I love it because it was one of our own personal friends from Fishing Syndicate, uh, Devon Graham, got that one, so excellent. All right, Steve, listen, I can hear the music in the background, so stay with us. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, we'll get all the information of how people get a hold of Long Beach Port Fishing, okay? Okay. All right, yeah, stay okay. with us. All right, folks, all right. You're, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio, AMA 30KLAA. We'll be right back. Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Welcome back, everybody. Ducks Radio, AMA 30 Chronicles, And I was just thinking in my head, this is the cure. And the cure for anything that ails you is salt water. 
and saltwater is what we're talking about with Mr. Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing. All right, Steve, let everybody know how they can uh, or what they have to do to book any of the boats out of Long Beach Sport Fishing, Berth 55. Primarily the two boats that we use are the El Dorado, the El Dorado and the Victory, but you've got the Aran, you've got the, is it the Dreamer. I mean, there's a lot of boats you got going on there. So how do they uh, get, get information on the landing, and how do they book a trip? Uh, it's very simple, guys. Uh, just jump on your computer or smartphone, uh, longbeachsportfishing.com. There's a little book online tab at the top of the page. Click on that. You, gotta, you might have to scroll through uh, a couple pages to find the trip you're interested in. Click the little green dot. Um, set yourself up an account if you don't have one. And uh, yeah, that's very easy, guys. And if you have any problems, you can just give us a call or questions, 562-432-8993. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see you at the next Taco Tuesday. But before then, we'll see you for the 29th when we come down there. Okay. Perfect. Hey, yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the plan is to see you guys uh, next Taco Tuesday. It was a good time. But Excellent. Thanks, thanks again, guys. It was fun. It was fun. All right. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye, Steve. There you go. Long Beach area. I've got some good information. All right. You want to do some shout outs, you said? I do. Uh, obviously, uh, Mr. Blue. Good morning, Harry, and all the guys at Tempe's getting ready for, we hope, the next baseball season. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, my goodness, I just lost my train of thought. Well, you want to do some shout Oh, shout-outs. Steve Duncan Bugman, sir. Good morning. Good to hear from you. Oh, I hope to see you later on yeah, this morning. We're going to be down there, so bring that nice ride you got. Yeah, not only the nice ride, I want you to bring my, my, my baby Dallas out there. That's not such a baby anymore. Yeah. Hey, Uncle Serge needs to see her. Okay, so hopefully we'll see you there, Steve. And everybody else, please remember Lake Elsinore. We'd love to see you there. We're going to be uh, at the Winterfish 2021. We're going to be on a float. That's so cool. All right. So anyway, um, what I wanted to do is go down the list. And, and he just mentioned uh, some of the fishing that's going off off of Long Beach. Uh, Redondo area, you got calicos and rockfish. Uh, Marina del Rey is also rockfish and sculpin. Um, let's see, the Toronado got into a beautiful bluefin tuna bite last night with fish up to 150 pounds. Uh, so that's good. That's out of Pier Point Landing. Uh, out of Dana Wharf, there a lot of good calico bass action going on. A lot of it is being released, which is great. And also some a big treat. They, they saw a huge pot of killer whales off of Newport. Okay, so that's kind of cool. All right, and uh, let me see. San Diego, the local boats, you know, the three-core days are catching a lot of rockfish. And I'm sure they're going down to some of their spots there and possibly heading over to the Coronados. There are obviously some tuna as a tribute came back with limits of bluefin tuna. So um, a lot of stuff is going on. Uh, I imagine the Toronado is in the Tanner Bank area. Okay, wouldn't you guess that to be the case, Steve? Yeah, yeah, the Tanner Bank is, I I hesitate to say, uh, we may actually be entering a year-round 365-day uh, bluefin tuna season year round. If you want to go out there, it's not it's not a short trip, mm-hmm. and if the weather's up, it's not not a good place to be. But the bluefin tuna have been there for many many months. Uh, maybe they're not going to leave at all. Well, let me let me let me. I've got a guy on the phone that may know may know something about tuna fishing, folks. Without uh, further ado, 
Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Good. Uh, do you know anything about tuna? Uh, what's the tuna? Yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, is it snowing right now where you are? I'm laying out blind. <laughs> are, you, you, are you in the blind? I'm in my blind. Is it snowing sn- in my face for waiting for the to start flying. Is it snowing? Damaged. Yeah, it's snowing. It started snowing last night. So. <laughs> Very good. Bye, right. All right, so uh, folks... So this is Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey, one of our favorite platforms ever to fish, and um, especially out of San Diego. So um, you're in Montana right now. He's in a blind, uh, and he's waiting for the geese to come by so that he can bring a few down and have them for, for, for food. You know what you haven't done yet is you haven't brought any sampling of geese uh, meat for us to try on one of our trips. Really? You, you, I, you're going to have to do save some, and then uh, on our next trip, I believe our first trip is in July, isn't it, Ron? Actually, if you've had biscuits and gravy on the boat, I think you've had some. Uh-uh. Oh, is that what? Oh. No, okay. no, we haven't had the biscuits and gravy yet. <laughs> okay. Don't, yeah, don't. We'll, make, we'll make, we'll make sausage out of some of it, and I know Dave likes to put it in that. The biscuits and gravy. Well, I, it's funny. I, I've never had the biscuits and gravy until the last trip in October. Mm-hmm. So it was good, very very good. I was like, <laughs> I actually got an extra biscuit and a gravy. <laughs> yeah, you guys are making you guys are making stuff up. That's all good. But anyway, um, so uh, what's going on, uh, Rick? You got any news about San Diego? I, I heard everything is the boats that get out get out there and, and catching limits to almost limits of fish, anywhere from twenty thirty pound fish all the way up to. 200 and change so you know this thing is not ending is it it's not it looks like there was a really nice window of weather there um i haven't looked at the weather coming up but it looks like the last week or so has been really nice weather the guys didn't have it looks like they're catching easy limits for bluefin tuna so looks like it's going to stick around again for another year well let me uh, ask you this you know. and i'm glad you mentioned that because you know we're not now we're this is the time we all get to be prognosticators um, and, and just trying to figure out what was, what will be. Uh, Steve, you just mentioned year-round bluefin tuna. That's what we've had for the last, what, four years? And I have four, maybe five, okay, where you can't believe that in January you're catching these fish. However, however, for the first time in a long time, the NOAA scientists, quote-unquote specialists, quote-unquote experts, are saying we have a full La Nina, okay? Now, La Nina um, reminds me of, of days long ago where the, the, the A word would come into factor. Um, anchovies would show up in our bait. I have seen a lot more anchovy in our bait, a lot more anchovy in our bait. Um, do you think there's a change coming, either one of you? I do. There was a change this year. The commercial guys up north saw it. They didn't have a great year this year, so it looks like they're they're starting to change their pattern. Where they're going, we don't know, but uh, hopefully they'll end up popping up back down here in the near future. Okay. All right. And, uh, Steve, what do you think? Well, uh, I always take those uh, pronouncements of El Nino or La Nina with a grain of salt because, in general, those kind of predictions are only good 
in the past tense, looking back. Yep, that was definitely a La Nina, no doubt about it, mm-hmm. after it already happened. When they're, when they're predicting them ahead of time, uh, I'm always pretty skeptical. So the, the answer is we have no idea. Correct. Okay, but um, I, I do I do think there there's a change coming. You can feel it in the air too. It's a lot cooler, a lot lot cooler than it was last year. But that's just my guess. But since I have you all on the line, there's another great dude I know, and he would know this information because he's been around and he he's a captain as well. Without further ado, let me introduce Captain Don Ashley from Pierpoint Landing. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning, guys. Happy holidays to everybody. Happy holidays to you. So what do you think about this uh, La Nina changing patterns? I mean, we heard the Toronado's on fish that's 150 pounds. I mean, uh, they're having a great time. I imagine they're at the Tanner, right? Yeah. Yeah, they had a reverse day and a half. They left 9 o'clock yesterday morning and got out there. A night bite, and uh, they're biting. Okay. Beautiful, and they're biting. So, what do you think about this year-round tuna and your prediction for 2022? You were right on the money earlier this year, so give us your prediction. Weather permitting, and by that I mean there's there are going to be storms. We might not get a lot of rain, but there will be wind at times. So between the storms and stuff, that the boats can get on the fish, there is tuna, and they will be here, you know, year-round. It's just a matter of how many boats. A couple years ago, the Tuna were gone from like uh, in the November, December, January. And they found them in February out just out in front of uh, excuse me, the ocean side. So one of the swordfish boats found them. So yes, they'll be there. And with the modern electronics and equipment that we have now, it'll be a lot easier to stay on them. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think uh, what's happened the last five years is just simply phenomenal. I mean, we've got to think some of those fish will stick around. Uh, everybody, you know, has a tendency to forget that there is such a thing as the Catalina Tuna Club, okay, which tells me there was a lot of tuna around Catalina, okay, in order to be a club. All right, so um, I I have heard stories and, and been in a position where I've got some heavier line. I'm fishing out there, especially on the backside of Catalina. Something takes my bait. And it never stops until it spools me, and it spools a bigger reel, okay? And you don't know what that is. I wonder if it was a resident bluefin tuna. It could be. It could happen because that's not something I was waiting to, to catch. I was hoping for a yellowtail, and then something very large like that just takes off, and I cannot stop it. It does not behave like a black sea bass. It just takes off. And um, until the, it, the line pops... At the bottom of my reel, there's no stopping it. So hopefully that's what it is because, like I said, Catalina Tuna Club is there for a reason. So there has been some people saying there's some very, very large resident bluefin tuna circling the island. Anyway, Donnie, uh, Pierpoint, Captain Rick, Oceanasi, can you hear each other? Yeah, I hear you. Hi, Rick. Okay, perfect. Good morning, Donnie. Yeah, so uh, Donnie, we wouldn't believe Rick, Rick's in a blind in Montana waiting for geese to fly by. So uh, let me do this. Let me get him ready because I'm sure they're going to be going off here pretty shortly. So, Rick, um, any updates on anything that you want to give us? I'm going to, yeah, we've got some big uh, announcements I want to make next week. I'm going to hammer out the details. I go home on Tuesday for a week and I'm going to hammer out the details. And next weekend, I'm going to 
make a couple of big announcements here on the radio. So. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I. I, I uh, I am privy to a little bit of that information. I, I, I spoke to a gentleman while I was up in Sacramento who uh, pretty much confirmed it. They just said that it had to be finalized. So looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, Rick, uh, phone number and website for the Ocean Odyssey. OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Um, okay. OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Rick, you get going. Don, hang on with me. We'll talk about some of the Enterprise and Tornado um, going-ons. And when we get back, this is Ducks Radio, AM 830, KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Ducks Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it, so I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Welcome back, everybody. This is Ducks Radio, AM830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we're talking to the great Captain Don Ashley. So uh, thanks for being patient there, Donnie. But uh, I know he was in a blind. In, in any minute, he, he needed to pop off around, and I didn't want to get in his way. You know what I mean? Yeah, not if he's popping off around. Yeah, yeah, and you know these guys. This is what I love about these captains. I mean, they love. You ask them, "What are you doing on your time off?" I'm hunting or fishing, and I go, "But you fished all year." Yeah, but I'm going fishing for me. I'm going hunting for me, and I love that. So, uh, he's off in Montana. He usually can't wait to go. All right, so uh, Don, uh, I was looking at a report about the Toronado. Captain Ray was talking about. Uh, the tuna going off last night, about 150 pounders. Um, what's going on between the Toronado and the Enterprise and the city of Long Beach, which I saw on Thursday out there? The uh, city of Long Beach is going on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, half day, leaving at 10 o'clock in the morning and still targeting the rockfish and the sculpin. And the oil spill area was finally opened up to us. So they've had some really good fishing, especially for the bag fillers. And the Enterprise is scheduled to go at 6 o'clock, same schedule, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And some days he's been going to Catalina and it's been really good bonita fishing and bottom fishing. Other days he's been uh, staying local and filling the bags up. And, you know, he can uh, check out them on PeerPoint.net. And in Toronto, as Ray was saying, we're just going to throw some more day and a half trips on 
and uh, they can go up PurePoint.net and check out when the next trip will be. It'll probably probably be Sunday night or Monday night. But you know, get on there, limber load, twenty five people, and catch a, a big bluefin. There's a there's some uh, smaller fish in there too, but the small ones are like twenty to thirty five, so it's not very small. And then all the way up, so come geared up, have the right kind of gear, fresh line, and uh, flat fall jigs and big hooks have been fishing with squid and sardines so it's just real good fishing Excellent. absolutely and what's the best way to book a trip on any of the boats at a pier point do it online pierpoint.net and i'll take you right to it in the most up-to-date schedule i'm not sure if the tornado has those trips put on there because we just got done talking but they'll be on there sometime today but that's my best guess sunday night or monday night and then some other trips during the week and if, uh, like I say, the tuna are going to be here and they're going to stay here, it just might be a matter of finding them again. There's not very many boats out. We don't have the airplane this time of year. So we're flying from information from our friends on the swordfish boats and other things. But they're biting. Good chance. Well, they're biting. you got to get out there. So, all right, Donnie. But listen, one of the things you and I need to talk about uh, what happened this week, uh, the Ballon d'Or, as it's called in French, okay, which is the golden... Um, soccer ball, okay. So, um, Messi. You know, Leo Messi, which is you something, somebody you and I follow in Argentine, he won a record seventh uh, 2021 best player in the world. Um, the reason he got a record seventh is because he had the record sixth, <laughs> I think, on the <laughs> previous one. So, yeah. Um, uh, great achievements. We're looking forward to Argentina having a really good World Cup. It's happening in Qatar in 2022. The whole world will be tuned in, okay? It's the biggest event in television uh, ever, okay? It happens every four years. Much bigger than the Olympics, much bigger than everything else. So looking forward to that, and congratulations to, to Lionel Messi, a fellow countryman. All right, so I feel bad for uh, for Barcelona, but I feel really good for PSG in, in uh, the P- Paris Saint Germain, which is the name of the new team there in France. Man, is that does that team have stars or what? That's the team of stars, and they need him because one of their stars a Brazilian, so he's not quite as good as an Argentinian. Neymar's hurt again. Very good. So I owe you. I owe you lunch dollars. for that comment. I owe you lunch for that comment. <laughs> I'm going to throw one more thing in there, real quick. Guys. Sure. Don't give up on the carb thing. Don't give up on your letters. Don't give up on your petitions. We're fighting really, really hard, and there might be some light, but don't give up. We got to get all the power. These the people who vote on it are appointees of Governor Newsom, and a lot of them, you know, the, the, well, I'll just say it, a lot of them are tree huggers, and they're not mm-hmm. going on the best data. So don't give up. we got to put the pressure on. we got to let Well, let know. me ask you this. Uh, do you remember when the date is? I, there is a vote that was is coming up here real shortly. The next no, vote. I do not, and it could be changed. But that's why oh, okay. Zach and the other things are saying, don't give up. Put the pressure. I'll let them know that they're putting people out of business the kids won't be able to go well watching you know yada 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 it's it's a a true it affects a lot of people well you know um i follow uh uh, gruesome's uh twitter all the time and i just put out a post myself on it when he came out and said oh california 
the small business is the backbone. And, man, I just hammered him. Well, that's really great. You're going to shut down local fishing and all the boats. Correct. That's a great job on small businesses. And I've gotten over 600 replies. So you guys go out there to savefishing.com. Get your family to do it. Everybody in your family can sign on and fill that petition out. There you go. All right. All right, Donnie. Thank you, my friend. And um, I owe you lunch. we got to get together for lunch. Okay? All right. Thanks, guys. Have a nice, safe weekend, and happy holidays to everybody. You, you too. too, Donnie. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Don Ashley from Pierpoint Landing, home to the Toronado, the Enterprise, and the city of Long Beach. All right. Well, listen, one of the things I want to talk about, I went out there fishing myself. Um, so happy they finally opened up. The, the, this oil spill, ridiculous closure, I just said it. Um, I mean, think about it, eight miles out and 30 miles down the coast for the volume of water that was possibly uh, a swimming pool in your home. Okay, made absolutely no sense. We already knew what there was going to be the results. The other thing, the other funny thing, Steve Carson and Ron Hobbs, was the fact that they closed it to fishing but allowed swimmers and surfers to be in the water so that made no sense but they did get a chance to catch some fish and test them i want to give kudos to dana wharf and uh, um, davies locker for sending out boats uh, uh brian captain brian and captain dave hansen they 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 went out caught some of the species that they wanted i guess they tested them and as of december god i want to say the second no the first at uh, 12 noon they opened them up and it was good. So I went out there. I got a chance to fish my old areas again. I never went over 115 feet. And had a phenomenal day with my dear friend Cliff and William Johnson of um, uh, Lake Elsinore. Um, I thought we'd get more bass. The water was a little cold. Steve, the, the surface was 60.9. I was, in the old days, I would be warm, but... There we, you know, the the coldest I'd seen in a long time was 68 degrees or 64, and now it's down in the 60s. That means down there, 120 feet is much colder, and no bass, but we got a lot of rockfish, a lot of sculpin, a lot of whitefish, and quality here, and apparently this overfished was sheephead. Um, which, believe me, there was no shortage, and believe me, there was no shortage in size. Okay, these were bigger fish. Um, I know we caught at least five or six of these models that were 8 to 10 pounds on the sheephead. Let me clear this up. Every single sheephead was released. We are aware of this desire to put a quota on the sheephead because they think we've reached a quota. I'm just telling you, I was surprised to see them where I did see them. Okay, and the amount, it got so bad, I said, you know, let's just go ahead and move. So we moved from a couple of spots, but they, it seemed like they followed us. We had sheephead everywhere we went. But anyway, very, very good shallow water rock fishing. Again, we never went anything heavier than, anything further than, what, uh, 120. So um, I want to thank uh, Cliff and, and, and William for joining me. And I have another uh, quote-unquote listener trip. Ron, I've got Holly and Randall. We're going to go out on Tuesday. I'm taking them on the AC sled. 
out of Freedom Boat Club, and hopefully we can load up on some fish. And uh, we're inspecting some of these new areas. Steve, I have a, a thought here. Um, when the water got really warm these few years, it seemed like the the sand bass moved into deeper water. I think it was too warm. I mean, I remember going down in front of Huntington Beach, 72-degree water. Uh, that might be a little warm. I figured they went deeper. Now that now the water temperature is cold in the deep. You think they came up shallower? I didn't get a chance to check. Well, that's, that's pretty hard to say. There, there's other things that have affected the sand bass population, but maybe you're right. And if it's a little cooler, maybe we'll, we'll start having those uh, 300 sand bass days on the half-day boat again. Okay. All right. It's all right. All right. Yeah, it'd be good. You know, I mean, the, uh, you, you know, the, the bass, the, the days of those big limit-type bass, um, the migration was interrupted. But, I, I mean, I'm, fi- I'm catching local fish. I mean, none of the fish that I I catch on these spots are, are, are migratory uh, fish uh, at all. You can tell these live there. I mean, we're talking four, four to eight pounds. Like we've actually caught a couple of nine-pounders there. And, folks, the reason I mentioned the, the, the weight is because we do weigh them on the boat. Okay, so um, <laughs> they are weighed. Okay, but uh, yeah, I was just I was just wondering, wondering what was going on. All right, well, listen, thank you, uh, Steve, for another great show. Uh, I do want to state this, and this is like out of the blue. Okay, uh, check this out. Okay, on on the second of December, uh, this past week, I went fishing on Thursday. Um, the date is both a palindrome and an amigram. What does it mean? That you can read it from left to right or right to left as well as upside down. So do me a favor. Write 1202-2021. So December 2nd, 2021. And you can read it from right to left the same way and upside down. Isn't that weird? Okay. And then now the high tide. It's getting spooky. All right. So Ronnie always used to say that he was visited by aliens and he was abducted, and he said he said well he said he was probed by them too. So I'm like okay whatever, okay. So he's not here to defend himself, so I won't say a word anymore. But it's getting spooky, getting getting spooky. Anyway, much love to everybody. Let me let me just finish up with this. I only have a few seconds left. We're gonna be in Lake Elsinore at Winterfest 2021. We're gonna be on a float. Come out, be part of the crowd. We're gonna stick around after that and probably head over to the Bobber and, and listen to some live music tonight. So uh, if you get a chance, come on down, okay? Steve Carson, my brother, thank you for calling in. I know you're gonna be out next week. Um, have fun wherever you're gonna do and give, give me the details later, all right? All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, all right, you ready, Ron? I'm ready. I'm. Uh, we're gonna go in the car and go where? We're gonna go to Mel's. Go to Mel's. You guys want to join us at Mel's? Eight o'clock. Okay, we're going down there. It's like on the Burchard This has become a new regular right. thing now. Okay, we have breakfast after the show. Now you realize that for now it's just a few people. We keep saying this. We'll have less. No, I'm just joking. Everybody, have a great week. I hope you had some great uh, Thanksgiving and um, like we always say. If you can be one thing in this world, be kind. Zangler Chronicles, we'll talk to you later. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.